0: Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposites. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig.
1: Here we go, episode 199, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. Two guys that have never met in real life. We've been doing this for a while. We're headed towards number 200. Can you believe it, John? My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and here's my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. Hey, Colin. What's up? How you doing, man? Um, I Was just kind of kind of winging it through that intro. I wasn't yeah. sure where I was going. But, yeah, what one ninety
0: nine? That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah, almost. You know, it, I was. Uh, I'm here in Connecticut right now, and Susie and I were having dinner, and we were chatting about something. And anytime I mention a podcast, she references this podcast. It doesn't matter. It was like it, it just before she met me. I don't know that she knew there was podcasts. I'm going to pretend she's sitting across from me and just give me a dirty look. She's at work right now. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, she, she insisted. She insisted that this was episode two hundred. She's like, you, you, you're gonna do. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? It's a big deal. You're already talking about it. you're gonna do something big. I'm like, I, I don't know. But I was like, but it's not two hundred.
1: I was like, well, we got. I, <laughs> I hoped we could, we could, you know, do more. I, I got dogs barking.
0: Uh, no, no, a dog whining. A or dog. What's your dog. It's, it's, Susie's dog. Roxy. Roxy. What are you? Hold up. I'm gonna dump this. <laughs> she has got toys in a, in a hold on in a ceramic thing that's so she can't grab things out on her own so now it's just hold on it's just this a dump it'll be a okay you know what i love about our podcast very professional very it's it's, okay anyway all right so
1: it's it's actually a fake dog we 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 dubbed in that noise the 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 whole sound effect thing that that yeah yeah i i'm not
0: i'm not even in a relationship okay she's gonna take that the wrong way i just said that she's gonna take it the wrong way. when i say she the fictional character that i've created for this whole life i've never been married i don't have children the whole thing's a ruse okay should we save that for 300
1: maybe maybe i don't know i'd hope there'd be more for 200 but you know with this uh with this with this freaking uh this 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 thing that's going around this this covid shit it's uh, it's been a little hard to to you it, know. yeah
0: it has it has been uh there have been a lot of hurdles this year for lots of people and for us it's a small hurdle in terms of 200 your direct directo to ratio that one dire- wasn't
1: good to was not good i read uh, they said this week uh, that um it was uh, okay the most expensive thunderstorm ever right okay She's I'm, not I'm, happy. I'm
0: sorry no no i don't know this is i've recorded here a number of times Yes. and uh somehow just as we started boom she's like i want to be on episode 200.
1: yes yeah and it's yeah so we're, i'm sitting here and I, uh yeah you know, we've had some th- some things to go through we've had this derecho thing that uh is is uh still kind of around we're still cleaning up there's still lots of uh lots of crap everywhere and which uh, is kind of crazy uh, to today as a as an example a truck just stopped in front of my house and a bunch of guys got out and started trimming branches off the tree that belongs to us that uh, is not a city, um, city and why did they do thing. that exactly I think there were branches maybe that were over the road and they're worried about stuff uh, flying off and and uh, from what sort of the thing. snow now or we had snow yesterday six inches of snow and it's uh, melting and whatever but uh, I, I'm not sure sure so but do you ever do you ever get so much snow that it weighs down the branches and breaks them oh that will happen oh that will happen okay yeah yeah yesterday i went i went out for a walk when it was snowing hard and uh, i was in a neighborhood that um uh used to have a lot of trees now it's got uh uh, it's it's got some trees i guess put it that way Uh, she's all right my speaker just shut off anyway um so uh I was a little worried. I was hearing some cracking and some creaking here and there and there was some there's some, some some things going on but uh it's yeah, that's going to happen for sure. Uh you know, so all these things have gone on uh and as I've thought about the podcast uh, with the, you know, the, the the idea that we should do something big for for 200 um and uh you know, I, I start to feel like uh feeling a little cheated sometimes because uh, you haven't been able to travel anywhere. Haven't been able to do anything. I had it in my mind at some p- point. You know, we were going to do this 200 thing. I'd be out. Uh, I'd be out there. Is what I was thinking. I uh, Head out to uh, you know, see uh, whatever New York. That's uh, uh-huh. that sort of thing. Right. But you know, that, that's not going to happen. But okay. and Then I realize how dumb it is that I'm. 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 I'm feeling. I'm feeling sad because my. <laughs> <laughs> my hobby podcast <laughs> hopes and aspirations. Hobby cast. My happy cast. My, my hobby, <laughs> hobby cast. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not working out the way I'd, I'd hoped. You know, is that yeah. like, yeah, yeah. yes. And we've, yeah. we've, <laughs> made, we've made fun of each other and the, the idea that two white guys doing a podcast. Right. Because uh, you know, there's yeah. nothing
0: the world needed more yeah. than two more hetero white guys doing a podcast. Yes. But um, and, then, and then the world got even crazier where it'd be like people want it less <laughs> like I I don't even want to listen to our podcast
1: <laughs> well you know as we've slowed down the episode count we have here, quite a bit
0: which I think works out nicely to for that slow crawl to 200 thinking maybe this will be over by that no well I kind of
1: well I'd kind of hope that then every every time I, I do the the, the glo- gloom scroll at my f- looking at my phone and I'm looking at the uh, the crap that's going on I'm like every day they come out <laughs> with this more more June more gloomy June, stuff June yeah. 2020
0: Twenty-one is what I'm hearing. That's what I'm hearing. June 2021. You know why Justin Bieber is going to be performing live on the Northeast in June of two- No, I, th- I think that's like for whatever reason. I don't know if it's an arbitrary thing or if there's a scientific thing that know. there's oh, an yeah. expectation. Uh-huh. I don't really know. Well, I mean, so I mean, as far as performances, large performances like music and. Plays and stuff. I think that's when things are planning to be open, but who knows? I mean, it's a, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a well. You know, we don't. Let's hope. Let's hope. The, you know, the vaccine talks have, have kind of uh, slowed down. Sure, I they have. Some of the some of the trials. I know. I think it was the AstraZeneca and the Cambridge and a couple of other ones uh, have had some problems, uh, from what I've read, and they've had some uh, some uh, less than stellar. Uh, side effects apparently with with uh, some of the results uh, to a level that they've uh, they haven't halted them necessarily but they've had to slow their roll quite a bit from what i'm reading so uh it doesn't look like any distribution of a of a vaccine and how however effective that might be you know they're saying that the vaccine when it when when a vaccine does come out in whatever form it could be uh well it could be analogous to like the flu vaccine where it you know sometimes it works and sometimes it kind of doesn't sometimes you feel like a nut sometimes you don't yeah
0: Uh, vaccines have what I don't know how it goes, uh, I'll but enjoy. Yeah. You know, I just well, I just heard a story um, on um, my favorite um, NPR that uh, had um, I was barely paying attention. I would really like really block it out, and it was uh, a thing about sharks could be harvested for COVID nineteen vaccine, right?
1: Really, sharks?
0: Yeah, yeah, sharks. And I, there's something I don't know. A, a natural oil found in sharks' liver called squalene is used to create coronavirus related vaccines to shark. Uh, so sharks could become a resource for the oil now i don't know the extent of it i don't know how many if each of the vaccines that's being developed need that what is it squalene oil and again it's not that i'm like i I, it's like i don't even know for the thing that may or may not work like what's so important about that how did they find out that that works like isn't there something else that could i don't know i don't know science i'm not a smart guy but I really, at that point, it wasn't like I had no interest because guess what? I, I'm not like I'm not jumping in line to, to get a vaccine.
1: No, day one, I just yeah. I'm not an
0: anti vaxxer Just I don't want to be. I don't know. I don't want to be a guinea like pig, like uh, a lab ha- rat.
1: Yeah, if we have, uh, you know, and this is the way it, it's it's worked out, we've got old people primarily that are dying of this. Uh, let's, you know, that's just a fact. Uh, let's let's give the old people the shit and see what works out, because um, uh, they're 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 the ones that are going to get it anyway. And that uh, that probably sounds cruel and callous. I had this discussion with somebody the other day about the, the idea that it seems like now almost. And I'm not saying run out and get it, and I'm not saying I'm uh, not uh, wearing a mask or anything, but it seems like all of us are going to get exposed to it, and we're going to probably get it or not, uh, the way it seems to be rolling along now. And now they're saying the next, uh, was it Fauci and some other guys are saying the next... uh, few weeks to uh i guess it's uh uh uh, well up until just after the first of the year we're gonna get we're gonna get walloped and there's gonna be a lot more of it that's uh, and that's the official (laughs) medical term walloped um and, yeah, there's just going to be a lot more of it because people are, are uh, you know, some people are just ignoring it altogether and uh, they just don't seem to give a shit. But um, I think for the most part, everybody's masking up and trying to kind of do their thing for as well as they can. Although, you know, there's uh, I see pictures of, of places where it looks like, uh, you know, people aren't really doing that either. So I, I don't, God, I don't know. But um, I, I, my plan is to stay away from it as, as well as I can. Uh yeah it's 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 you know it's kind of uh makes you wonder uh you know to what extent you'd have to go to to make that happen because you're yeah it's i saw this article today from it was on uh, a link on, on twitter this medical express i think is what it was called and it was x press not with an e the e was dropped and they had this article and it was talking about the the idea that if you um well two things um social distancing people are wearing masks and they're thinking because i got a mask on i'm bulletproof so i can walk up and i can you know talk to people and i can be uh you know i can walk around a a store or something like that without uh, any regard to getting it because i've got the mask on they're like "Nah, that's actually not true um the mask will help but it's not going to prevent it Um, yeah no i
0: mean it's one of the things that helps mitigate right protecting others it's not going to protect you from getting it that's my understanding of it if you put on an n95 mask it's not going to necessarily prevent you from getting it you know I, i test my i take my temperature every now and again particularly when i'm delivering uh for amazon which i've done a couple of times uh, right. last week they, they test you there as well i mean it was the first time they'd ever tested me at the temperature station you yeah. know uh, no one but then there was some woman who was a shopper in there that was like whoa whoa, whoa, whoa did you get tested i mean she didn't see me and i'm like no, okay and i went and I, I had no problem getting tested you know having my temperature but even if right. i have right. Even if I have no fever, forget about a low-grade fever. It's possible I'm asymptomatic. I mean, you know, I'm asymptomatic, but I could have it. And then, you know, that lady— who knows? You know, again, I—I don't—I don't have any problem wearing the mask. I just, I, you know, and even though statistically it may be very low that you get it, if there is someone that has it and they are, and you know, they can transmit it, I don't want to be around that person.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. So. So yeah, the whole article is basically saying that you know if you're if you're out a lot, if you're around a lot of people in in that sort of a situation, the way the aerosol stuff works, um, you're you're going to get exposed to it. Um, Right. You know. So the idea is, um, if you've got some sort of an assumption that you've got a mask on and you're okay, or you know, you should just uh, forget about the. And and I know because if the stores that I'm in, um, people have a. they have a greater comfort now with getting close to you. It seems like people are are just walking right up to you. Or, you know, if you're standing at a counter or something, or you're looking at a a shelf in a grocery store, mm-hmm. pe- people just uh, seem to be willing to you know, just walk right up and you know bump elbows with you. As sure. They're, they're yeah, I. At
0: I did, but, you know, but I've said this for a long time now. I mean, long time since this started. I didn't like that in quote unquote normal times. You know what I mean? No. Like, like I think we we have to share a space i don't know you you don't know me be respectful of my space while i'm here and i should be mindful that you're looking if i'm in front of something for too long and blocking your way i should at least realize oh this person you know what i mean like if i it's uh-huh. just, just to be mindful of your surroundings
1: yeah yeah you know? and I've, I've done that i've lo- i've yeah. realized i'm kind of standing here looking at uh you know whatever the green beans for a while and somebody's looking at yeah, they're, they're a few feet away and they're looking in my direction. I figure they're waiting for me to, you know, make up my mind and get the fuck out of there. And I, I'm not the type of person that's going to, you know, hold my ground just because I got there first, which right. I, I think some people do uh, consciously or subconsciously kind of get that going on in their head sometimes. Uh, but um, yeah, we're just going to have to see how it plays out. And I, the, as I started to say I had a discussion with somebody. Um, we're just saying that uh, both of us kind of at the same time kind of were uh, came up with the thought that it's really, I mean... I don't want anybody's parents, grandparents, uh, anybody that's um, you know in bad shape. To uh, I don't want anybody to die, and I'm not. am saying that's a good hmm. thing. I, I, I feel the opposite. I want everyone, mostly.
0: Oh, most of the. I'm just I'm uh, joking. I'm just being sarcastic. Okay, Susie, it, don't
1: call me out is, on that. We're, we're really lucky it wasn't children. I mean, if if this was. Uh, oh, but if it were children, we it, would all have lost our mind. We'd all have lost our fucking mind, and and mm-hmm. people would be uh, people actually would be staying away from from each other. in, in the mm-hmm. way I, I, I've been listening to this podcast uh, that I came across, that um, um, it's called plenary sessions, and I, I have no idea what plenary. It's it's a medical term. I don't know what that means, but it's the doctors, actual real physicians, talking about. Um, and the guy does seasons on the show he's uh, the, the the doctor that does the show i is actually i believe his his uh, field of, of medicine is actually uh, cancer cancer research but he has dedicated a season towards he's talking about covid related stuff mm-hmm. and um so there's actual physicians talking about things and it gives you a, a whole different um perspective and viewpoint hearing those people who um There's there's just um, a lot less political uh, type of uh, leanings in their conversations, and there's a lot more um, that is, um, I guess, just factual sort of uh, things that you're not getting these crazy stories about, you know, um, sharks cause you know <laughs> or whatever i don't know i'm not saying that's crazy maybe that's real maybe maybe it's the shark thing that's gonna save us i don't fucking know but um they they, they seem to give a, a, a much better uh more even-handed uh view of what what they they're they're coming across what they're learning from other physicians um they they had a uh an episode the other day that i listened to um i've been putting on i got um I, when uh, we had the uh, Prime Day thing, I bought um, Beats Power Beats Pro headphones, or the the, uh, the earplugs, or whatever we call these. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so, I got the Power Beats Pro, and I've been putting those things in and going for a walk every day and trying to walk three or four miles. And uh, so, while I'm doing that, I'm listening to these guys. But they were talking about uh, these different studies that are going on. We hear about studies all the time. that, they, you know, like, you, Well, the shark thing is an example um, that was based on some sort of study or research. But they're talking about the randomized. Um, blind uh, double-blind and randomized studies versus what they call observational type studies and both of these physicians were just kind of shouting at the top of their lungs that the Observational studies are almost always bullshit, but they're almost always What we hear about they're they're almost always what reporters want to write about they're almost always what politicians uh, base their their uh, opinions and votes uh, over is some sort of observational study, and um, these guys, as physicians, as guys that are involved in research, are like, y- you can't do that because it's all bullshit. It's all it's all just um, it's it's shit science. And um, to hear these guys saying that was like, you know, it's just
0: well, we we've we've long crossed that line. Yes, of of. Uh, you know, uh, reasonable, rational, moderate information. Yes. Right. There is. There's this, I, and I, I. I still would like to believe that most of us are somewhere in the middle range, maybe leaning a little bit one way or the other way in how we receive information, we process it, and then right. act accordingly. Right. Like if nothing else, let's. Respect our fellow human, whether it's their rights, their beliefs, etc. And then mm-hmm. whether you have a level of militia, you know, um, who want to uh, even just talk about kidnapping a governor of a state, regardless of their <laughs> policy, and then have the other, an- another side where there are people looting, not necessarily for this cause or that cause. Like, w- we will pay attention to these extreme pieces of information as it fits our agenda. If you have right. an agenda. I yeah. mean, for the most part, I think many Americans, the the core of their agenda is is just provide for their family and and enjoy their quote unquote freedoms, however they see that or process that, and then move forward. I mean, but I think it's it's almost to the point where the idea of social media algorithms to sell us things, to give us information it's how everything is right now including media and it has been and i'm not blaming social media or people or one thing it's just i feel like everything came together you know and i I, I, and again I, i i said this four years ago and and about trump and not as a political but just as a person a personality of cult of personality is that it's pretty extreme and so does at the end of the four years or eight years, are we better off for it or worse uh, off for it in terms of everything happening and becoming so polarizing, you know? And I I don't have the answer to it. I voted anyway. Yeah, I mean, I did, did it. it. I yeah. did. I, I got my mail-in vote, and I was skeptical, and I did it, and I checked. I went online and put in my information for that because it's got a barcode, you know, and it's like it doesn't say my name on the outside. It's sealed inside, and I just showed that it, it was, uh, you know, I put it in, in a drop box in, in front of my town hall, and it was received on the 18th. Is, has the vote been uh, tallied and counted? I don't know, you know, <laughs> but supposedly. That, so I feel good about myself,
1: but I don't know, not really. I didn't enthusiastic go like, yeah, that's my guy. I, you know, I kind of felt uh, good dropping it. We did the same thing. We got the Dropbox thing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, even though our name was on the outside of the envelope. You really? you uh, Are you
0: sure? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I don't, you know what? I took a picture of mine. I want to check because I was hoping, because
0: I read a story in one county, not my county, rather than election officials. It, it was saying it, this was a story about New Jersey where I think, uh, Republican or Democrat, whatever election official, if they're registered, they split the duties of picking them up, right? And I'm not saying they would know who I am, but let's just say it's someone that happens to know me and they happen to know how I'm voting. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm not saying that's going to happen, but in smaller counties or towns where maybe everybody knows someone, maybe. Like, I thought if because it was just a barcode, you know what I mean? Just like, a, let me see over here because I do I literally shot video of myself filling out the, you know, like putting it in the envelope. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I took photos, live photos of me dropping in the Dropbox. You know what I mean? Just, just as a, just for myself thinking I would never need it, but just, um. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. I almost did. And then I thought, do I really want to do this? You know, but it does
0: not have, it does not have all it has on it. It's, it's no postage necessary, official election ballot, business reply with the address, um, and then please make sure the top barcode appears in window, which has an ID with a number and a, and a scan code. And then there's a to protect your goats a, a vote. So if you happen to be in New Jersey and for some reason I couldn't do it, I could give you the vote and I would sign, I guess I would have to sign my, print the name, that would
1: be the one case where it would have my name and signature. Yeah. If I, I'm maybe- giving it to someone else to vote. I was like you. I was like, uh, eh. I, it felt good for me dropping it in the box, just to be mentally just. Oh, I, I didn't like, want to okay. give it to the
0: post office. Nothing uh, against the post office. I just didn't.
1: Uh, I, I just, I just wanted to know that um, I had the, I processed everything, and uh, I had uh, really, uh, you know, I plugged my nose and just did it, um, and I, uh, I was just over with, and I, and I felt, yeah, I felt good doing that. I, you know, the. Um, there were some uh i guess there was some i I voted for one libertarian for for the state senate (laughs) Mm because i could Mm -hmm. because i couldn't the two people that are running uh for uh for senate in in this state i think are um i just couldn't i I, I just didn't care yeah it it was just it was like i was like whatever and does this guy have a chance the guy actually did get a fair amount of votes this guy uh, last time he ran uh for something he got like twenty six percent of the vote or something like that, he did pretty good. so I, I don't think he's got a chance at all, but I mm-hmm. thought um, the, the, the couple things he was talking about as his major um, things that he wanted to do was one was uh, the um, the drug war. he wanted to uh, basically just stop all that and he's uh, for mass legalization and uh, I'm trying to think of what if it, is he had one other thing that was that I agreed with pretty strongly. Yeah, and I was like, whatever. And then for I mean, the main thing for me when I thought about, and and I got into it. Um, I I'm pretty sure uh, a common um, acquaintance of ours. Uh, I'm just going to mention by name because uh, I, I love the guy, but I think I, I blew him off for life. <laughs> um, Derek Markham. Um, uh seriously, uh I I, I uh I have always enjoyed this guy. Um, he's a individual that you and I got to know and the original version of uh, Anchor version one, this conversational sort of Twitter thing that w- existed way back when when you and I came across each other. Uh guy lives down in New Mexico and he he's uh He's very much uh, taken the um, all-or-nothing sort of viewpoint about, um, the, you know, you're, you're with us or against us, and if you're against us, go fuck yourself. And um, I really didn't even necessarily disagree with him, uh, I, I, other than the fact that um, I... I th- I threw up on uh, on stories on Instagram after the first debate. I put a, I found a, a, the goofiest picture I could of both of the candidates, mm-hmm. a, and I think I put the hashtag "We're all fucked." Mm-hmm. And he commented, he, and he commented, um, "There's n- no comparison," um, you know, something about blah blah blah. And um, I, I was like, okay. I said back to him in the comments, and we exchanged comments back and forth mm-hmm. a lot. A Direct lot messages. About, yeah direct messages because yeah, it's we, a story
0: so it would be a direct yeah, message yeah yeah
1: yeah so we're we do this back and forth a lot i said mm-hmm. i said i i, I said I, I i said to me it's um you know same pile of shit, you know, it's a different pile of shit, I said, same, same stink, I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not getting excited about either side, uh, I'm disappointed, uh, something along those lines of where we ended up, and I said, and um, the record of both of these two speaks for itself, um, mm-hmm something along those lines i don't remember exactly what the wording was but it was something basically i said you know you can look at trump he's despicable i can look at um biden's record on a lot of things and i think he's crazy and uh, he's old and kamala harris uh, i don't agree with on a lot of you know a lot of things at all either and um it was shortly thereafter. I think we did a podcast in between there, which he may have listened to, where I spoke poorly of the Green New Deal. Uh, he uh, posted a um, video on his uh, Instagram uh, that was along the lines of a conversation I, I hear a lot, which is... Um, and and I don't necessarily disagree with it. I, I'm, I'm a believer in the idea that a president should have decorum and should have... Um, uh you know should uh should have a professional level of handling themselves and dealing with the with the world that is far different than donald trump's ever acted in any way Mm -hmm. um and um and i'm not saying i think he's done anything correct because he screwed up so many things and i'm not saying i voted for him because i didn't but um what i am saying is um, there's this idea, this notion amongst a lot of people that we and and I've seen it almost almost word for word explained this way, whether we should find somebody, basically that is a really good speaker, and who um, presents the United States in a professional manner, and um, you know is able to to be a reassuring. Figure that we we can all get behind, and, and okay. I agree. Okay. I agree with that, and, and I and I would even take it almost a step further. I think people also kind of want somebody. It kind of looks a little bit like all of us.
0: Oh, okay. Can you just hold that thought right now? I'm um, put something in the oven. I told you this before. I apologize. Yes, yes you it did. A lot, yeah. Anyway, so I, right, I just right. the, the thing's been beeping. I don't know if you can hear it now. People can go back for the, like the next eight minutes and they can hear it in the distant background just beeping I, because I I'm thought it was something here. No, no, yeah. it wasn't. It was something here, but I didn't want to interrupt because of the conversation. But I will. I will remember where you left off and uh-huh. and about wanting to identify with the president, who's someone who's more like us. But I'll be right there, and not okay, us, so just that's, two that's white that's hetero good, guys who have a Podcast. That's a lot of people, by the way. That's a it large is. percentage of all the podcasts, and there are it so is. many. There's like a million podcasts. Hold on, uh, and I got to turn off the oven too. I don't uh, want.
1: To, okay. He's uh. going to keep talking, but yes. Yeah, so yeah, somebody that speaks well, and somebody that looks a little bit like each of us. Uh, maybe uh, it would would be ideal. Um, and we want somebody that. Uh, I and I, I was as I'm hearing that, I'm thinking, and I'm going to have to tell this to John again because he's he can't hear me. I don't believe, but. Um, it, 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 it occurred hot.
0: to me oh man i'm gonna drop these like they're hot because okay. i got no room here at the table i just burned myself i think but i'm not hearing you yet okay so you so you so basically you you like you said you're you're looking at derek markham's story and 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 you said like and you don't want anyone you don't want him saying well you know making an assumption about you because you're like you you not saying that you voted for him because you didn't so what you're saying now having a candidate you voted for kanye west didn't you? you i knew it i fucking knew it
1: we, we had kanye on the ballot here and uh was he on the ball- I, ballot there he was on the ballot yes only and, like uh, nine
0: states i think i uh
1: what i did was i uh i actually did vote for him but i i know you fill, i, I, I <laughs> what i did was i filled in uh i filled him in for uh soil commissioner we we had a <laughs> we had uh, that up for grabs and it did you really yeah like, <laughs> i, re- I, I think did you re- Do you think you wrote him in for some ridiculous position? Soil, soil commissioner. I think he'd do a good job as soil commissioner of Iowa. I Kim think Kardashian
0: as associate <laughs> soil yeah, commissioner?
1: She, they can talk about dirt. Yeah, they can, yeah talk about dirt. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, so no, I didn't vote for Kanye, but we, we had like nine people on the ballot. We went through that last go around. But yeah, yeah. Um, I don't
0: remember. There were a lot more on the ballot. Yeah. and Some so, of them that were on your ballot as well, but I didn't.
1: There's, there's, there's so much that I agree with Derek Markham about that um, uh, it's got to be more than I disagree with. Him. Him about i think he he on his this he had this little soliloquy that he did on instagram about um about the idea that um it should you know it should be about um the decency of a person and not about uh and not about issues or or policies or positions it should be more about them whether it's a good or decent person and and i i think that plays into uh i think my decision making for sure but i don't think that's all it should be otherwise if that's all it should be i think then we could just go we could have a national speech contest and we could find somebody who like i said um represents um all of america is uh uh Somebody that we all find uh, attractive and uh, somebody that gives a really good speech and we'll just let that person do that and then we can let um, uh, Five or six people. I don't know the Bilderbergs or whoever the the people that actually run the the world could sit behind and and, uh, Take care of the political shit and we can have somebody just give speeches Um, Well he also pretty quickly after he made that point, he went into uh, talking about Green New Deal, which um, there's a lot of things I think about the Green New Deal, the 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 the, the big overarching theory that we should be better to the earth and we should find more ways to um, work with renewable energy and we should um, you know there's some things that we should change I agree with all of that I think electric vehicles are probably a good idea if we can actually fucking plug them in somewhere where California's made this stupid thing where they're forcing everybody up to 2030 or 2035 or something like that 2035 i think it is they're saying they're mandating that all cars are going to be electric this in a state where right now they have rolling brownouts all over you can't even uh you can't count on the fact that you're going to be able to even plug in your refrigerator at home because the, the grid out there is insufficient because they've tried to rely too much on solar and wind and some things like that. And I personally am a believer in, in uh, some nuclear energy that makes sense and p- putting the, the nuclear facilities in the right place and um, taking advantage of that because it's been a very efficient way of doing that. What are we eating? I'm, I'm hearing. Oh, that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not eating. Am I eating? <laughs> uh, you said crab cakes is that what you were making yeah like little little lobster bites and crab cakes i'm sorry I was, so I'm let me hungry. ask you let me ask you this because uh you, you'd mentioned um okay w- w- did is this something you made from scratch or is this some out of the box thing that you found you uh, out, of, out of the box out of the box okay, yeah right. yeah
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna mute myself and, and listen to
1: you okay <laughs> Dude, we get- so you know, no, I, w-
0: I would say, I, I agree with you, maybe we should be better than the earth, but you know when I'm going to be better than the earth? When the earth is better than us, to us you know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> that's when I, when they say, you know, I mean, if that's a sign, they're they're just as divisive as Trump is, okay? Yeah. Because yeah. then they're like, you know what, fuck you, hurricane, all right, no, I get
1: yes. that's just whatever, no, I, but maybe it's really- our
0: fault, I don't know.
1: I read the I read the Green New, New Deal unless they've changed it. I, I mean, I read the language when it first came out, and it was uh, it was pretty uh, uh, pretty lacking in um, I thought uh, in the it, it pretty lacking in the idea that uh, any of it's ever going to get through Congress. That um, a lot of it is ever going to make sense. There was there was a lot of pie in the sky uh, stuff there that um, just was it made me laugh out loud where i was seeing that they they had a plan in there where we are going going to every Every single building, 100% of the buildings in the United States are all going to be uh, within a period of, I think they said 10 years or something like that, some real short window of time. We're going to take all buildings in the United States and they're going to be retrofitted to the most modern standards um, that exist uh, that could possibly. So we're going to have, everything's going to be super insulated and super efficient. And man, I can tell you, living in a town right now where... uh, where we got tore up pretty good by that by that storm, and I, I went uh, you know crazy over that a couple episodes ago, and I'm not going to go there again. But you know w- we got our ass kicked, and a lot of uh, a lot of buildings were damaged, and we we've had uh, a lot of labor that's come in from out of town. Let's just say uh, to help fix things the most of uh okay a lot of roofs going on a lot of roofs were tore off a lot of shingles a lot of a lot of roofing projects uh, i could drive down the street right now probably within um, five minutes i could probably spot three or four of them and if i looked up on that roof right now and counted faces that look uh caucasian that look african-american that look latino and added those numbers up i can guarantee you that 95 Plus percent of those people up on those those roofs, way up in the air, uh, are they're they're Latinos. They're they're uh, and they're probably a lot of them are here, frankly, illegally. Do I give a fuck? No, I don't give a shit. Um, Do I think they're taking away anybody's job? I don't, because when I look up on that roof that's 40 feet up in the air and there's a guy up there uh, listening to Mexican polka music and eating a burrito for lunch and realizing how far up that is, because I've been on my own roof one time and will never, ever do that again, I realize that most people that um, uh, we, we, don't have the, uh, we don't have the motivation in the United States um, to uh, a lot of us to, to do that sort of dangerous work. I saw a Mexican
0: guy a roof here when after the storm here, he, he was eating a hamburger and fries and a shake and he was waving an American flag. I'm pretty sure he was American. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, I just want to point it out. I want to uh. anyway. Um, so but I, I, I don't have an issue with I don't have an issue with anyone coming here and working because they're not taking a job
1: away from me. No, they're not Go taking a job away from anybody in my mind because the jobs that they that they're willing to do and that they want to do uh, are things that, um, like I said, Americans, um, black, white, Asian, whatever, just uh, aren't willing. We're, we're not willing to do it. Uh, there's just uh, there's nobody stepping some up are. Some are, uh, some are, but some, not, some not, not, are. not. I, I think not, it, I think it really depends more on background, not, entitlement, what well, you're you know, willingness to do? I don't know. There, there, some, some are willing, but are they willing to do it in the numbers that would be necessary to get uh, shingles on roofs in Cedar Rapids, Iowa right now uh, over the next year? no no way there's no way in hell we could ever keep up with it and then that's why in the senate race here locally there was uh, one uh, candidate that she was uh mouthing off a lot about uh, the fact that she wanted to send everybody that was illegal back to wherever they came from and i thought well I, that's that's a in my mind a an ignorant view of the world and uh i, I just yeah i couldn't go along with that so um yeah, and we, it's, we and the experts, like I said, we have these people that are around that are telling us uh, what what we sh- when we look at our phone or we we turn on the TV or whatever. We've got these experts that are telling us what we should do, and then uh, they're forgetting to shut off their camera and they're whacking off uh, t- two seconds later and getting caught and. Uh, <laughs> That's that's the biggest net, one of the biggest networks you know in in the, in the United States where their chief legal expert has now been uh, turned wait, into wait, wait. who is this? Uh, is it Jeffrey Tubin from CNN? Hmm. The, the the new hashtag is me Tubin. Yes, Jeffrey Tubin, who's been a regular on CNN as their uh, chief legal expert on a lot of things, um, was uh, on a uh, some sort of a uh, some sort of a Zoom call and. Um, Hmm. Pa- apparently uh just thought thought his camera was off and decided that was a good time to, to mm. g- mm-hmm. give it a tug yeah. <laughs> he was a so legal the, counsel yes legal counsel for legal for counsel. any yes he's the guy that usually when they had some sort of a you know let's mm. let's go let's go mm. to the let's go to let's the, consult the, that guy yeah let's consult that guy mm. jeffrey what do you, what's what's the story there what what is uh what is the chance that president trump will be uh will be taken off to jail and jeffrey Tubin would say in my opinion uh, and then he'd, uh, yeah, apparently whack off pretty quickly um, thereafter. And I'm not saying whacking off is a bad thing. I think, I think you should whack off, but uh, and it doesn't make him less of an expert because he whacks off. But it makes you wonder.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's poor judgment. I mean, and and yes, and, and, right. and theoretically, that guy should know better. Right. I mean, but yeah. no, I don't know that guy. I mean, now I mean, those who pay attention to that kind of thing know that guy. I don't know if that was a lead story on CNN, but I don't, I didn't see that story anywhere, and I'm, I don't know what you look at and what I look at, but it wasn't. I didn't hear it. Was that a, it's, it's, a social, yeah, well,
1: well like it's Twitter it, thing? No, the CNN thing. You know, no, no, but
0: did, but where did you see it? I I don't watch the news regularly. I do listen to NPR semi regularly.
1: Yeah, I picked it up on, on uh, somewhere. One of the sources was uh, somewhere on uh, on Twitter, I'm sure. Which yeah, I got it. And I And I've been trying to... Uh, well, I've been trying to... Um, I, I could do less Twitter, um, but I've been trying to, uh, to not look at sources that are too far to the right or too far to the left. And I've been trying to keep it down the middle. Now, that's really hard to do because sure. the way Twitter works is that um, somebody... If somebody like I just turned on Twitter as as we were speaking, and another friend of ours, uh, Diego McLeod, who's he's the guy that does the the very end of our podcast. The the, the guy after the mm-hmm. the thing is uh, almost over. He's the last guy to speak always. That that would be Diego um, doing his somewhat sometimes when we touch thing. Anyway, he likes to uh, he likes to uh, harass right wing politicians a lot, and so he's always uh, commenting. On somebody saying something so uh, the first thing I saw when I turned on Twitter was even though I don't follow Kevin McCarthy who's a a GOP Republican representative from California's 23rd district of the House of Representatives I have no interest in what this guy has to say but because Diego comments about something that Kevin McCarthy said and I follow Diego because he's a funny guy and has other things that he very often talks about that are that are really uh things i don't want to miss i have to put up with his religious or not religious ice to me it's almost religious it's the, the same thing it's this to me it's the same level of, of crazy but um yeah he, he when he's hammering trying to hammer kevin mccarthy or whoever about or or uh, mcconnell mitch mcconnell about whatever I see all those comments, so then I get kind of sucked in a little bit to what's going on with with what's, what's happening there, but yeah. Um, CNN's not going to report on itself, probably not. Um, I
0: yeah. mean, I mean, CNN. I mean, I don't know what CNN does, but uh, I know when NPR does a story, um, they like if if they do a story on Facebook, Amazon, anyone that donates money, they mention that. Right now, they do. Yes, they always mention that. Uh, I imagine when the there was a guy at uh, NPR a couple years ago that had a, a bit of a, I think he had a little, I don't know if it was a me too. I don't know. He had to step down. I imagine that npr did a story on that you know i think it would depend on, and i would imagine cbs did a story on uh les moonbez i mean they had to have how do you how do you ignore that mm-hmm. you know so i think it depends the level i don't think you know cnn might not lead with that story about their legal counsel but i would imagine i, might, I mean it's easy to find out but you know, i would i would like to believe that they would cover the story
1: so i'm looking here it's i just pulled up npr just to see if uh, if anything popped up uh towards the top of their stories. It might be in there, buried in there somewhere. You never know. They're actually, you know, I've talked about that. Uh, There's a Twitter news source that I've been paying some attention to lately because they try to let you know, is this coming from um, an overtly left source or is this coming from a right source? And a lot of times they will put um, two articles sort of side by side showing you This is how um, the Washington Post, which is a uh, left-leaning, very hard left-leaning publication, this is how they are reporting on something, and then they'll put it side-by-side with um, uh, something like uh, the New York Times, which leans right. Um, You know, so... um, as the New York Post that leans right, I get mixed up. Anyway, New York uh, Post
0: uh, leans right.
1: The Daily News post, leans left.
0: Uh, anyway,
1: yeah. So they'll they'll put those side by side, and you'll go well. And then I'll look at it and I'll go well. It's pretty obvious that um, there's you know it's th- these aren't even handed sort of. Uh, publications they're not trying to be they're trying to keep people inside a, a certain uh you know bubble inside a certain thought pattern and, and both sides do it and there's a few that try to go down the middle and i think npr in some cases does try to go down the middle not always but um, um apparently they, they, they they're probably doing a better job uh you know there may be some other sources are
0: well, the, earlier today I heard a story on NPR. I wish I could remember the guy's name. Um, who he was? It was Steve Inskeep, one of the reporters, was interviewing this guy who worked for the Trump administration. Uh, I don't know if he used to be a Democrat, but he was. Um, I, I can't remember why. He was just saying that he was. He had written a book. This guy, and um, in the interview, uh, Steve Inskeep asked him a direct question, and they, re- what, what do you think about certain things like something specific that Trump had said? And I don't remember which it was. I mean, and in then. The the guy who had written the book immediately said, "Well, you," and referred to Steve Inskeep and other people. And immediately, Steve Inskeep say, "He's like." The, the the thing that the writer said was, um, when you see a bunch of coal miners in Pennsylvania with frags, you think that they're hooligans, whatever he said, right? Like the most deplorables or however he phrased it. And Steve Inskeep immediately said, with all due respect, do not tell me what I think. I grew up in Indiana and I went to school in Kentucky, right? And so... And and he he seems to even if he I don't know what Steve Inskeep really believes I've heard him ask questions to a very left leaning you know Democrat and and to a very right leaning conservative Republican right in terms of and and the guy did it a few times and he immediately turned and he didn't answer the question like and he didn't have a defense for the question that was asked all right, right. and and so so you're like so I can't regardless of what Steve Inskeep personally believes. For the most part, and I'm sure there's a, there's an example somewhere of someone could easily say, well, he said this and asked this question. Well, he was asking a question. And, and well, why should this freaking guy who's promoting his book answer a question when you have two, four candidates when you really think about it? Because the president, uh, vice president, and the presidential candidate, former vice president, and his vice presidential candidate do not answer direct questions. One debate the second one, two town halls, and and then the third one, I don't know if that's going to even happen, right? But it doesn't matter because they're not going, they're literally not going to answer a direct question. No, they don't. It's, it's yeah. it, neither of them. I mean, you know, it's like they're both on this loop of, of telling the same thing. You know, well,
1: they're, yeah, they're they're good at it too. Knowing that if I get asked about, uh, you know, something that has uh, maybe if I get asked about, um, should we have uh, Medicare for all? Uh, okay, instead of ask, answering that question, you know. Um, yes, I believe we should, because blah, 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 they can, a lot of times, they can give a que- an answer to the question that has something to do somehow, sort of sideways with medicine, that is, uh, um, gets the talking points out in a different way that doesn't answer the question, but it sort of seems like it does because it's in this sort of similar ballpark. I, they, mm-hmm. they do that kind of thing a lot. Well, well I, I disagree I, with Medicare for all. I think it should be Medicare for some, and I think it
0: should be for white, hetero, podcast host and (laughs) podcast host with the name john m craig pre-existing conditions covered covered that's all i'm saying that's that's where so medicare
1: for very few maybe just two just you and i we're good and our families and i want the i want the stuff that they 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 gave the president when he got. i want i want the super
0: juice the super i want the baby embryo super juice that's going to cure me of everything make me stronger and just Just so insanely intense
1: and thrilled that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go straight to Bohemian Grove. Strong. Oh, yes. yes.
0: He's uh, he really, he really is. And the guy who wrote that book, the conservative guy who kept saying, you know, talking about Steve Ings came out on NPR. He eventually his defense was of uh, uh, Trump that he was very WWF World Wildlife Fund. You know, no, this guy who wrote the book was probably about my age and is like around fifty. So he called it the WWF, which is like, yeah, okay, but still. I mean, I, I had issues when Jesse Ventura. Was I didn't live in Minnesota, but I'm like Jesse Ventura, and the guy's kind of nutty, man. <laughs> you know, he seems like an intelligent
1: guy and whatever, but nutty. But he like, was uh, he was nutty, but he he certainly had uh, he had more decorum. He had more <laughs> more de- more, right. more, <laughs> the, more gravitas. The the yeah. professional wrestler who was the governor of one of
0: our states more mm. decorum. Than our current president.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he was a, he was a military guy too. He was he was a, yeah. a he was so, like in the predecessor So, so to was the Trump, CS. right?
0: Trump was in the what was he in? Tr-
1: I'm just, he, he, just was, need, yeah, so. yeah, he was in the draft dodgers. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know, <laughs>
0: <you> know, <laughs> draft dodgers. He's but you know what? Not a sucker. That guy's not a sucker.
1: Okay. Yes. So I yeah I ahead. I I googled uh, while you were talking Jeffrey Tubin just to see uh, oh, uh, and I went to news I went to news and I have to I, I have to take it back I owe CNN an, an apology because yes they did indeed report on themselves Jeffrey Tubin uh, their headline suspended from New Yorker I guess he was doing something from New Yorker on leave from CNN after he exposed himself on a Zoom call so they so they did six hours ago um, report. Uh, the story as did Fox News um, and then you get to Daily Mail, their headline. I is, just
0: saw this. I just saw this. I just made Google the same thing. And sh- just the name, Jeffrey Tubin and boom. Yeah, you can yeah, read it. D-
1: Go ahead. Jeffrey, tu- Jeffrey Tubin fathered a son with young lawyer and visited a swingers club with Roger Stone. So, that, yes. Ah, so
0: okay. You know, they used to talk about like in the, in the old days, yeah, and I think it was on the West Wing, would do this in other, like uh, that other show um, with Kevin Spacey before he got, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on Netflix. I don't know what that was called. <laughs> House of Cards. <laughs> House yeah. of Cards. Where, and, and many political shows have shown this, where you would have Democrats, like senators, Democratic and, and Republican senators, go out for a drink together at the bar, right? And, yeah. And yeah. Jam, whatever. And, and so here you've got this an attorney, an attorney for CNN. If this story is in the least bit true, what's his relationship with Roger Stone? How exactly. do they have a relationship? You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's what are we looking at here? And and I don't want to speak for you, but maybe that's part of some of the issues you have with some of the the hypocrisy of of politicians. It, well, yeah, one uh, of many, I would imagine. I don't
1: know. I, I am a big I am a big fan of respectful disagreement and the idea that people can uh, can. Uh, Whether it's over religion, uh, a lot of which uh, I think is uh, completely cuckoo, Uh, whether it's about politics, a lot of which I think is completely cuckoo. Uh, There's a lot of things that um, I can completely disagree with you about, but um, still go have a beer with you and think you're uh, a a good person. Um, It... I listened to an interview uh, yesterday with uh, uh, another podcast I kind of gotten into is this Rich Roll podcast, which I think is what is that? Uh, Rich Roll is a guy that um, he's a um, he's a uh, he's a performance athlete, a, a guy that does um, uh, like the. Um, Two hundred and forty mile an hour, two two hundred mile an hour mile race runs, those kind of things, uh, ultra distance sort of stuff. He's, he's like a guy.
0: David Goggins guy who's maybe even more su- like he wins more or what? It's, I well, see he's an author. I don't know.
1: Yeah, his his thing was, he was in his early 40s-ish, he, his health had gone uh, downhill in a big way, uh, he was kind of uh, fat, sick, and nearly dead, uh, to you know, quote, a, quote a term, and uh, just was, things weren't going well, and he decided to uh, turn his life around, he went vegan, and uh, started running, and started working out, and uh, now he's like this dude with you know, long hair, and he's... Yeah, uh, I,
0: I'm looking at he, him now
1: he and his wife have created this uh this industry uh, around um just the idea of health and fitness and selling their their diet plans and uh you know the behind the scenes things that you can you can subscribe to but i think he's does a really good podcast he gets um he gets some pretty compelling guests on he had a guy on that was a photographer um, who I'd never heard of but apparently this uh, this guy is a big deal he's got like 4 million um, people following him on Instagram He does a lot of outdoor photography for places like outside magazine and National Geographic and a bunch of stuff like that young guys in his early 30s I think um, Really good interviews, and, and I was listening to the guy, and I thought, you know, he was talking about um, he um, taking time out to, of his career to become a certified yoga instructor and his meditation practice, mm-hmm. and he was talking about a lot of things that I'm interested in that I think are, are, um, are pretty cool. And then um, I heard later on in in the show after they'd been talking for a couple hours uh, he started talking about how he's LDS he's a um, he's a Mormon he's Latter-day Saints and mm-hmm. he started talking talking they talked talk a little bit about faith and my initial reaction when I hear LDS stuff is I usually uh, I, I, I think there there's a lot of there's a lot of craziness with that and um, mm-hmm. and it seems um, when it's described to me um, it seems uh, like really I'm like who who in the world could could believe all that stuff is is the, is the way of the you know that people are going to live on planets by themselves with the people that they that they have in their family and that they can um, they can adopt people after they die and and um, I you know, know very
0: little about that. There's say. a lot of
1: stuff. There's a lot of stuff about the LTS faith that um, strikes me as even more crazy than a lot of things that I and, and, and I think it's you could make an argument over just general. Christianity—that's crazy.
0: Yes, I would. I would suggest that if you knock Latter-day Saints and the other one, the um, uh, what's the nutty one with the aliens, the um, Scientology. Right? Scientology. I think if you look at that, and then yeah. if you start to, if you strip your mind of everything that you know, if you were born, raised Christian, Catholic, any sort of Christianity, and you just
1: accept whether you believe it or not today, yeah. it's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, yes. it's just, it, yeah. it's just yeah. older. <laughs> if 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 you could keep somebody away from from the rest of the world until they reached the age of reason, you know, if they got to be 12, 13, 15 mm. years old or whatever mm-hmm. and you and all of a sudden you came to them and said, mm-hmm. "Well, here's some things I want to talk to you about." I want to uh, there's here's here's uh, Judaism, here's uh, here's the Muslim faith, here's Christianity, here's um, the LDS version of Christianity, here's the Seventh Day Adventist version blah 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 and you started telling these stories they'd be looking at you like you are fucking crazy i'm just
0: wondering if that happened
1: if you could do that which would like what do you think a reasonable
0: rational person without any religion presented all of them would say
1: yeah this one makes sense yeah i don't know is there one yeah you've got you know buddhism and um and oh yeah uh, i think i would choose buddhism from what little i know about it Buddhism seems like it's it's maybe the one that throws less uh, less stuff at you. You know the, the Hindu faith uh, with the uh, you know the I like the uh, multi-headed elephants and things like that or or whatever. Armed, they are. the yeah um, Ganesh um, Ganesh yeah I like the looks. of I don't, all that I don't stuff, know Ganesh I don't know. But, I think that's right. Uh, yeah, a lot of it I think people would be uh, a, a hard pressed to to go, to look at that and say yeah hey I'm I'm in <laughs> I'm I'm joining <laughs> how, do I, how do I get in on that. Um, it would be uh yeah uh, so anyway but the rich roll podcast uh it was is it, i think you did how did you come I, across the guy um i i've i've been vaguely aware of who he was he may have been on rogan at one point or something and i've heard references um uh, to him uh, uh about him where people are you know talking about somebody that's a, a vegan um and i know he's he's held up as um As an example, a lot of times uh, by the by the vegan community, with when 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 they want to say, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in athletics that say you have to eat, you know, you have to eat some sort of meat protein, Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise you're you're not gonna you're just not gonna perform as well as as the other guys Mm -hmm. will, and they and they usually hold him up as well. What about Rich Roll? Right. Yep.
0: So so Rich Roll was on three episodes of Rogan. The first one uh, uh, was. well, most recently um, uh, episode six forty two, which I think was not too long ago, but I'm not sure. And he was on with David Goggins as well. And then, you know, I I I have started listening to Rogan every now and again. It's something. It's a lot to chew, but if you they just yeah. he just starts his show and just gets into it, you yeah. know. And and uh, you know, it's a very different thing. You know, I've listened to Howard Stern for a very long time, and in some ways, you could say like he is the uh, biggest name competitor who's as big as howard stern in terms of spoken yeah. word right because of the deal that he made with spotify right and to the point that what is sirius going to do sirius x i'm going to do with stern and how is it going to affect that contract which comes up soon and and so i listened to one the other day and sometimes i don't know who these people are and that's the thing is he doesn't always explain who the people are right away like, they'll, yeah, just, right they'll just, because he's a friend, There's a friend of the show, they've been on the show before, there's a relationship. So, if you don't, if, if you're driving, well, if I'm driving and I don't know who the person is, don't recognize the name, it's a good sometimes 15 minutes to an hour before I know really, I've got to piece it together what the guy's deal is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's just so, it's a very different kind of thing. And I know that Rogan has a lot of loyal listeners, you know. Um, and this was this guy, Paul Saladino. Did you listen to that one?
1: I think I listened to part of that. He's so the dude He's the, a he's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's the Carnivore MD. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did listen to part I mean, of that. The, he wrote a
0: book called it. The Carnivore Code, unlocking the secrets to optimal health by returning to our ancient, uh, you know, our ancestral diet. The the dude is ripped. Well, at least in these pictures that I'm looking at. I don't know what he, he
1: looks yeah, like. Yeah, he is. He looks great. Yeah, I mean, right, but right. but I I okay, when I listened to it, uh, I was I was intrigued for a while, but then I kind of felt like I was listening to somebody that was crazy. I kind of felt like...
0: (laughs) It seemed very extreme, right? So when I first started hearing the guy talk and they were going back and forth, I thought to myself, you know, I'm not necessarily eating really well or healthy in terms of my, you know, it's not vegan, it's not even vegetarian, I'm more of a pescatarian, but it's, I don't, and again, I've said this many times, I just stopped eating meat and no good reason for it. It just, I think I, I mentioned it years ago, like when I had my stroke in 2016, I just, was eating at a vegan restaurant. I've always liked the vegan restaurants I went to. And then I just sort of just stopped. I just stopped and I didn't miss it. No, right. I don't know if there's an alternate universe where I'm a carnivore and I'm in great health, you know, because, I, you know, I still think that health is a combination of your genetics, your, uh, your medical history, family history, obviously genetics, and, um, and, and, and nutrition and exercise, right? So it's, it's like all of these things together. Right, and then you have people who, like, maybe this pediatrician where he can do, this doctor, whatever he is, he can do the carnivore vial, and maybe this guy Rich Roll, maybe it's not about the veganism, it's about yeah. all of the things that are going in, you know what I'm saying?
1: Maybe, I th- Yeah, I do, I do. That's what I was asking you I was uh, about whether that, uh, that crab cake or lobster thing or whatever it was you were eating, whether it was uh, something out of a box, and, th- and um, that's been the thing that i've been trying to, and to it's avoid? so, so yeah, out of so a box out of a out of a bag out of a box mm-hmm. um you know anything that's p- processed and for, and that is so fucking hard to do it is there's yeah, so much yeah. good shit that you there's things that you look at and you go you know and uh it just uh it's easy and it's you know it's like we'll go to as an example uh, if you go to to me when you when you go to trader joe's as an example everything that that's Pretty good there. That I want to get is shit. It's it's all boxed, processed stuff, and it's all, it's all you know. They they do have a produce section, and they've got meat, and they've got all that stuff, yeah, f- for sure. But um, for the most for the most part, I'm going there because I want to get the Indian food, or I want to get the uh, whatever, and it's that's all the stuff that's processed. And and uh, do
0: you go to Trader Joe's regularly or every now and again?
1: Uh, we go probably every couple weeks, yeah. something or something like that. Is roughly. your Trader
0: Joe's big or small? Because the ones that I go to are tiny, and it's like, holy shit, you cannot physical distance from the minute you walk in there to the minute you leave. Even well, yeah. in regular times, two crazy, busy, like it's these small, narrow aisles. They're,
1: they're, they are the best, at, um, they're the best at only letting in a certain amount of people. They are pretty
0: good about it. Yeah, I went to one yeah. in Connecticut not so yeah. long ago, and not yeah. so bad.
1: And ours is probably smallish. Uh, yeah. m- maybe I've, I've been in a couple that are that seem smaller than than the one that we've got because it's the one we've got is fairly new. It's only a couple years old, so they they it's got a pretty good size footprint. But they yeah they stand there and they absolutely make sure that there aren't too many mm-hmm. whatever their number is for letting right. people in the store. They make you stand there for a while, and they they do a really good job of, y- of that. But it is that is a hard place, and I've noticed. Uh, that their employees are seem pretty casual is just kind of bumping around yes, against you very as well, yeah, very
0: casual. Yeah, like that that guy Derek Markin, Markham you mentioned, right? Like yes. he's sort of a hippie ish kind of. He's a, what is he a tech writer, a, kind of a freelance he writes, writer?
1: He's a freelance writer and he writes for a lot of uh, greenish publications, which is why he, that's right. his passion. And, and sure, it sure, sure. Like, yeah, a, and uh, and
0: but Derek has a big beard, right? Yes, he's like a yeah. fifty, like early fifties guy, thin tall or he appears to be tall, like big beard, crazy long hair, and a ponytail, right? Yes. That's the kind of guy... That works and looks like you know, like that's what they look like in in he a, could, in he a could Trader work, Joe's. Yeah, yeah. He
1: could work at Trader Joe's and look; he would fit right in. He's right, talkative, right, yeah. talkative enough and all of that. Yeah, everybody that works there seems to have a yep. uh, whatever. They, 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 I think they must do that. Briggs Meyer thing and there's some old series of letters, the Briggs Meyer's letters that line up to be this is the Trader Joe's person because uh, they're they're all that that person, just chatty and and, and always chatty and a non. A, a, a non-annoying way to me i whenever somebody sometimes i'm at a grocery store and the checker you know s- says something to me and, and it just uh um it seems like they're just really trying to they, they're trying to have something to say uh you know and it, it seems kind of uh forced sometimes when they when they try to get the conversation going trader joe's for whatever reason they just i don't know well, Maybe the one thing it.
0: I don't like, and I've I had been in Trader Joe's before. The first time I had been to one was in Los Angeles years ago, and and I was like, "What is this place?" We didn't have them on the East Coast at the time, or I didn't know. I didn't know. ah, uh, oh, that's not going to stop. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even know how to stop. I can't because once she's at the, at the front window and she hears something, she really wants to be heard today. Um, you know, I don't know what to do. I mean, I is it <laughs> well, what you should do. So that. You
1: should you should, you should uh, honestly, no, don't say word.
0: anything i know you like animals don't say anything even remotely
1: <laughs> offensive about roxley go ahead no no i was just gonna you know Wait. Wait. All right
0: right <laughs> <laughs> how about this how about this how about this we could we could see if she could bark 200 times just for the 200th episode, or should we stop her at 190? I, I, I you know what it's like. So here's what it's like: is when you go into a Trader Joe's, and I don't know if you know, you ever, do you ever have them ring the bell? Yeah. yeah. What is that about? Uh,
1: I think it's a price check, isn't it? Is it a
0: price check? Is it that what it is? I thought it was someone's fucking birthday or something. That drives. That drives me about as nutty as the rocks. Rocks in. over here, Roxy, barking. <sighs> I got a really good food today too.